0: Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, Lesson 15. Hello, and welcome to Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, the podcast for anyone looking to learn conversational Persian. My name is Leila, and I'll be your teacher for the course.
1: And my name is Matt, and I will be learning Persian along with you.
0: Chai and Conversation will teach you conversational Persian in weekly lessons of about 15 minutes each.
1: If you know anything about Iranians, they don't do anything without first grabbing a cup of tea, or as they call it, chai.
0: So pour yourself a cup, and join us in learning the Persian language.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome back to the 15th episode of Chai and Conversation.
0: We've been on a bit of a summer hiatus, but we are back now to the bi-weekly schedule.
1: In the 13th episode, we began learning about being hosted or hosting.
0: Today, we're going to continue along with the same thread with more vocabulary that deals with hosting and talk a bit more about formal speech. We'll begin with a short
1: dialogue and build up our vocabulary from there. As always, this podcast is only one part of Chai In Conversation. Go to our website at www.chaiandconversation.com with Chai spelled C-H-A-I for bonus materials you can use to enhance your learning experience.
0: These include transcripts of the program with the words and phrases we learned written phonetically in English so that you can follow along and make sure you're understanding the words and phrases correctly.
1: These bonus materials are provided for a very nominal fee on the website. As always, your feedback and support is much appreciated.
0: But enough of that for now. Matt, are you ready to begin learning? I'm ready. Great. Let's continue to learn Persian with Chai and conversation. So in the last episode, we started talking about the concept of taruf, the form of etiquette central to Iranian culture.
1: In lesson 13, we went over different drinks that you could be offered, and this week we're going to expand on etiquette.
0: Let's first begin with a dialogue. Let's say Matt has decided to visit his in-laws and has gone over to their house on a Saturday afternoon. First, Matt, these are your in-laws, so would you speak to them in an informal or formal way?
1: Well, they're older than me, and I need to speak to them respectfully, so I would use formal. So, what was the formal form of you? Shoma.
0: Exactly, Shoma. Now, one thing that we haven't discussed before is that Shoma has two different conjugations. One is more formal and can be seen in written Persian, and the other is more conversational. So let's take a word you should be very familiar with because we learned it in the beginning lessons. Chetorin. So, do you remember what this word means, Matt?
1: How are you? Formal.
0: Exactly. It's how are you in the formal sense. As we've explained in previous lessons, words are often combined in spoken conversation. In this case, chetor means how, and hastin is the second person plural form of the verb to be. So chetor hastin means how are you, and combined in speech, it becomes chetorin. However, there's a slightly more formal way of conjugating hastin for formal you, and that is hastid so it ends with a D rather than an N. Anytime you see this word in writing, it will be in this form. You will sometimes hear it spoken as well, so I would like us to be familiar with this form of conjugating the verb. So again, using the hastid form of conjugation, chetor plus hastid becomes Chetorid. The same can be done for many of the other words we've learned in this program. Instead of ending the conjugations with an in, they will end with an id. So for instance, using this form of conjugation, instead of saying shoma as koja hastin," which means where are you from, you would say shoma as koja hastid.
1: Shoma as koja hastid.
0: Or koja mikonin, which means where do you live would be Koja Exactly, so mikonid instead of mikonin. So because the goal of Chayan conversation is to teach you conversational Persian, we're just learning the more colloquial form of conjugating the second tense plural verbs. In Unit 3 of Chayan conversation, or Lessons 20-30, through we will be going more in-depth with grammar of the Persian language, and we'll speak slightly more technically about this topic then. Now let's get back to the conversation Matt would possibly have with his in-laws on this Saturday afternoon. So I will be playing Matt's mother-in-law, and Matt will be playing himself in this dialogue. Listen carefully and see if you can pick out the meaning of the conversation. There might be a word or phrase you don't understand, but try to understand them through context clues, and we'll go over it afterwards. Here we go. Salam, Matt. Khoshomadi.
1: Mamnoonam. Shoma chetorin.
0: بعد نیستم خیلی ممنون
1: تو خوبی؟ خوبم مرسی. به فرما مرسی. چای بله چای میخورم.
0: با گند یا شکر؟
1: دو قند لطفاً.
0: باشه این هم دو
1: خیلی ممنون.
0: So it starts off with the mother-in-law saying سلامت خوش آمدی. Amadi means welcome, and it's using the informal you. Khoshamadi. Amadi. So Amadi is the informal version of welcome. So if you would like to say it in the formal language, you would say Khosh Amadin. And then Matt replies.
1: Mamnunam, shoma chetorin.
0: Mamnunam is a word we haven't learned before. We've learned that "thank you" is "merci," and this is taken directly from the French word for "thank you" and is slightly informal. "Mamnoonam" is the equivalent of something like "I am thankful." "Mamnoonam."
1: "Mamnoonam."
0: The in-law replies, "Badni sam, kheli mamnoon." We know "badni sam" it means
1: "I'm not bad,"
0: and "kheli mamnoon" means "many thanks." Then the in law says, Befarma bishin. Now, Befarma does not have a direct translation in English, but it means something along the lines of please or help yourself. Befarma is the informal version of the word. Befarma. Befarma. And the formal version is Beshin is the informal way of saying sit. Beshin. Beshin. So together, Befarma bishin means please sit. Befarma Beshin.
1: Befarma Beshin.
0: Used on its own, Befarma could mean several things. If Matt comes over and I just say Befarma and point to a chair, that could also mean please sit. And he would understand that through context clues. If Matt comes over and I hand him a cup of tea and simply say Be farma, this means please help yourself or here you are. Or if I'm inviting Matt over to my house, I could say Beferma khunam.
1: Be farma khunam.
0: Khunam means my house, so I'm saying please come over to my house. Overall, you'll hear this word often in conversation on different occasions as we've heard. Let's go through the three occasions we just mentioned once again. When offering an invitation, you could say befarma khunam.
1: Befarma khunam.
0: Or come over to my house. When offering a seat, you could say befarma beshin. beshin, meaning please have a seat. When offering something to drink, you could hand over the drink and simply say
1: befarma.
0: Or chai, chai, meaning something along the lines of "please help yourself" or "have some tea." And now let's go over these three occasions using the formal you. When offering an invitation to your house, you could say befermoyin khunam.
1: Befermoyin khunam.
0: To offer a seat, you say befermoyin beshinin.
1: Befermoyin beshinin.
0: So as you can see, in this case, both becomes conjugated formally, as does the verb to sit. The command sit is informally and formally, so And lastly, to simply offer a drink, you say for informal you and for formal. The rest of the dialogue was very easy to understand with the vocabulary we learned in lesson thirteen. So let's listen to the entire conversation one last time together. Salomat
1: Hushomadi
0: Yoshikar. <laughs> and hopefully this time around you understood even more of the conversation. Let's move on to some more vocabulary you need to know when hosting or being hosted. So let's say Matt is sitting at his in-law's house and they ask him
1: <laughs>
0: This means are you hungry? If it was the other way around and Matt was asking his in-laws the question, he would use the formal version of the word, which is Another point we've made already is that the formal u-conjugation of the word is the same as the u-plural form. So if Matt wants to ask both of his in-laws if they're hungry, he could still use this word. And to answer, Matt would either say, I'm hungry or Bale gorosname
1: Bale gorosname
0: or na gorosnetam gorosne now, a cultural note here, adhering to the rules of tarof, when you go to someone's house and they ask you if you're hungry, you will rarely say, Yes, I am hungry, rather, you will shake your head and say something like, No, I just ate, and your host will bring you food anyway, so no, thank you, I just ate is na and now are you thirsty in the informal sense would be Tishne. and the formal version would be
1: Tishnein.
0: we're going to continue learning more vocabulary dealing with food in the next lesson as it's a big part of any culture's vocabulary but for now that's the end of lesson 15
1: We hope you enjoyed the lesson.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. Again, our website is at chaiandconversation.com with Chahi spelled chai spelled C H A I. You can listen to the podcast on
1: YouTube or on Facebook. We look forward to you joining us next time on Chai and Conversation.
0: And until then, Beominda Didar from Leila
1: and khoda Hafez from Mac.